Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, esteemed listeners of Sirius FM and Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, this is the bliss of marriage. The date today is the 2nd of Dhul Hijjah, 1444, corresponding to their Gregorian calendar, the 21st of June, 2023. Let's welcome Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Saab, Dawan wa Barakatuh, Mufti Saab, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum Zaid Khan Jazakallahu khairan One announcement Insha'Allah today After Isha Meaning Isha time We will be there Insha'Allah In Great Town And then the program Will take place It will not be live On the radio It will be just be For the people there And after the program Insha'Allah There will be Q&A As well And then tomorrow Insha'Allah This Thursday evening after Isha, we will be having a program in Wienan, and then Juma, inshallah, we will be there in Masjid Masihullah in Ladysmith. Dr. Hansa Marhum, Rahimamullah, where he was, and Adhan will be at around 12.08, and then the lecture immediately after that. At night, we will be at Isha time day in the Puna Road Masjid in Ladysmith, and after Fajr, Fajr and after Fajr program day in the Masjid Kibriya. And then Saturday night, inshallah, after Isha, at Masjid Urabia, there we will have a program for the ulama, inshallah, Aziz, interactive. And thereafter, on Saturday, on Sunday, inshallah, will be the program, the Hif Jalsa in Escort, at Siratul Haq Masjid, Mufti Ibrahim Salehji, inshallah. And our program will be at around 11 o'clock. So that's our program for Northern Natal. Make dua, all may Allah, Jalla Wala, make it easy and accept it and a means of hidayat ameen ya rabbal alameen ameen mufti sahab the first question is can i use pills to avoid pregnancy will this also be considered as abortion bismillahirrahmanirrahim nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihi al-kareem amma ba'd all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 2nd of Zulqada 1444. And the masla is known as Mas'ala to Akhzil Hubub for ladies to take contraceptive pills and so forth and so on. So seeing that we are in the hot season, so you must know that for a lady to take tablet, pills, whatever, some medication, so that her menses are delayed for this purpose only, for Tawafu Ziyara, Tawaful Ifada. Tawafu Ziyara is the Hanafi terminology, and Tawaful Ifada is the Shafi's, Maliki's, Hanbali's terminology. It refers to the same Tawaf, which is compulsory. For that purpose, yes, it's permissible. During Ramadan, a lady wants to take the tablet, pill, whatever it is so that she delays amenses and fast all 29 30 fast for that purpose only it would be permissible
So in Islam, we learn the law which Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah taught us. Ma min amin illa wa anhul baas. There is no general law in Islam, but there will be some exceptions, exemptions, exclusions. So I gave you the exclusions. As a law for women to use medication or tablets or pill contraceptives, all haram, not permissible, remember that. The only way, if you want to, because of spacing of children and so forth, remember will be azal. That's the natural way. It won't cost you anything. Sahaba say, kunna na'zil wal Qur'anu yanzil. And remember, open Mishka Sharif, Mustad Ahmad. We, the Sahaba, the men, we used to practice on azal, and whilst the Qur'an Sharif was being revealed and so forth. So remember, in a case like that, we will say that before ejaculation, the husband withdraws, so that will be acceptable. And remember that that also you're depriving the wife of complete pleasure, so be either niha with her consent and permission. All my Allah speaks because you asked the question, so therefore I'm replying on this aspect. Quran Sharif says, That the child, that girl, that baby girl will be questioned on day of Qiyamah in exchange of which sin have you committed that you were murdered and so forth and so on. So that will occur on the day of justice, the day of reckoning. This is in Surah chapter 81 and verses, remember, 8 and 9. Chapter 81 verses 8 and 9. So that you call wa'ad. Wa'ad means to bury your daughter or so, the infant alive. But it's all haram obviously. So in Islam feticide and infanticide, both are totally haram. Feticide means that now you are pregnant and you go for abortion, termination of pregnancy, call it whatever you want to. And the other one is the baby is alive, the infant is alive, and then you you go and murder them. So one is wa'adeh jali or wa'ad. So that will be the murder and one will be wa'adeh khafi. So that also will be not permissible. So feticide also haram and infanticide also haram and Islam speaks about the true human rights and the true animal rights. Today's capitalism, today's secularism, today's Zionism, today's democracy, all satanic systems, remember, Simple one person sent a nice tweet, you know. One brownie who is a multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire, there they went to look for the Titanic wreckage. Now the whole world is worried because they know they're going to make money out of the brownie that is missing. But so many brownies down there in Greece and so forth, nobody bothered about them and so forth. They were just people who are migrants and so forth. So this is the white style hegemony. This is the so-called human rights and so forth. So the animals, because maximum amount of profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, must be made in minimum time. So they will have, you must remember, stunning of the chicken and just shocking of the chicken and stunning of the animals in their millions you must remember thousands I saw myself so you must be clear on this issues here only Islam is the guarantor for human rights and for animal rights and so forth and Islam is the only way for salvation 
all these other isms are polluted with Satanism and has Lucifer and Lucifer's children involved. So therefore, even this whole contraceptive is their idea. In Islam, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, you're doing bliss of marriage. You should know this hadiths. Tazawwajul walud al-wadud. Go open Mishka Sharif, Mustada Ahmad, and so forth. Tanakahu, takasaru, fa'inni mukasirum bikum Umam. Get married to such ladies who are loving. Get married to so such ladies who can give birth. Now how are you gonna know? So you study that family that she got sisters, she got brothers and so forth. You will find one, two families I know of. All the brothers, all sisters, nobody got children. So the nikah is valid, but it's not desirable that to get married in such families and so forth. So we must be clear on these type of issues. And he Habibuna sallallahu mentioned the rationale I will be very happy on the day of justice that I will have the largest ummah so all these are reasons why we say and beside the side effects and how it messes up your people's menses and haze and so forth so therefore the ruling is not permissible if this other person says I have a son and he has his hair cut it was cut before the 10 days of Dhul Hijjah it's two lens is it necessary that he fixes it during these 10 days? So remember, you only found out now. It's the first time he cut his hair like this. Obviously, it's not the first time. You allowed it all this time. So you as parents are also guilty. He is also guilty. So after eat their slow day and eat slaughtering, tell him, come here. And you must shave all his hair off. So you must remember as a parent, shave it off completely. Make him kalkop, like my hair and so forth. So Thursdays I go and get kalkop, no hair left. So you must tell him in future you're going to do this. So this is your three man Naha Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anil qaza' Go open Jami Usagheer and you will find all the ahadith of Naha Naha where Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prohibited remember all these haram activities when Satan Lucifer was expelled from Jannah and Paradise then he knew he will never see Jannah Paradise again so he took various oaths Surah 4 verse 119 and one oath he said I will cruelly command them that they must change the creation of Allah. Allah Ta'ala created us Eve, but Eve wanted to become Steve. Allah Ta'ala created us Steve, they want to become Eve. So all this transgender, all this business of gay marriages, lesbian, and what and what is going on in today's world, and this the deliberately, intentionally, you go and make layers, you lay this in your hair, or you go the men and make, you know, two layers, hairstyle and all haram all these things here and such people are cursed by almighty Allah and Satan Lucifer gets very happy so now you leave it and on each day after the slaughtering kurbani then you take him and do that and you parents are also guilty it's not the first time he did it now he was doing it so now but now you want to ask the question
understand that what must we do? So Quran Sharif states, Surah 66, verse 6, Ya yuwalladheena amanuku anfusakum wa ahalikum nara Save yourself and the children from the fire, your family. Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'oolun an ra'iyya. Every one of you is a shepherd and tomorrow on the day of justice, the day of reckoning, you will be questioned regarding your flock. So you should know of all these issues, brother. Don't try and play games and fools with the Sharia. Remember, Allah Jalla Wala knows our hidden agenda, ulterior motives. Inna Allah alimun bidati sudur. Wallahu alimun bidati sudur. He knows exactly what our need, our intention, our motive, and ulterior motive and hidden agenda is. Mufti a question is, is it permissible to work for a bank to repair their computers or as a security guard, etc., to work for a third company that is contracted to the bank providing these services? Not permissible. Quran Sharif made it clear, you must remember Surah 5, verse number 2, وَلَا تَعَوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْأُدْوَانِ They do not cooperate in sin and transgression. I'm asking you, if you allow for the bank, then what will prevent you the next day you go fix up everything there at the brothel, then the next day you go work and clean everything up and work there in the casino. Then you go, you must remember there to go and work in the place where the club is for the gays. You see where and where it will lead to. So therefore, Islam, we must nip everything in the bud. Wala taqrabu zina. Do not even approach zina fornication. Wala taqrabu mal al-yatib. Do not even go near the wealth of the orphans when you know you are going to abuse it and so forth and so on. So why must you go near these things? Therefore, when you study fiqh and usulul fiqh, when you study for jurisprudence and the principle of jurisprudence, you have have one law, it's called Zara'i. Zara'i means that you become the means of legalizing and legitimizing all that. And even those Mulvis or Sheikhs or Imams or Mulanas or whoever say permissible, they have to admit that your income will be polluted, tainted and adulterated. So therefore, we say not permissible. Mufti, what dua, Mufti Sab, what dua can we read for a good takdir and success in life and marriage? Read now with me, read now with me. So remember, if you go to Aqsa al-Mubarak, again we say, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, that yesterday our Palestinian brothers, Mujahideen, Allah grant them higher stages in Jannatul Firdaus, those who are martyred, they sent four Jutla straight to hell, and four of them wounded. Alhamdulillah, we must make sajda a shukr, read two rakat salatu shukr. We must be happy about it. We have no empathy, sympathy for the who are murdering, killing our people there in Palestine and uh, taking small, small children and then murdering them. 2001, Muhammad Durrah, and 2023, Muhammad Tamimi. You must take, remember all these things there. Teach your children all this. That will become an inspiration, motivation for them. One day we become part of the army to liberate Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak. So when you go to Aqsa Al-Mubarak and you emerge 
emerge from there there's a maqbara graveyard there you will find there's a board for two sahaba one is Shaddad bin Aws radiallahu anhu one is Ubadah bin Samit radiallahu and his grave is there his honorable wife Ummi Haram radiallahu anha she's buried there in Cyprus see sahaba where and where they went to we went to Russia we went to Uzbekistan we went here and there and Turkey and where and where and you see graves of sahaba the beloved students companions of the master radiallahu anhu sallallahu alayhi wasallam for the master and for the sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'in so read now with me ubada bin samit says when the new month started then he habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam teach us whenever the islamic lunar month had began now we on the second that of saudi arabia third is all munsami business i sent it out today to all the groups thousands of people received it and what evidence and everything so all these salafi scholars they must ask themselves their question can is mbs a muslim or is a murtad that's a question and is it permissible for them to take money from him they, they must just answer these two questions so remember so read now the dua all what you're asking will then be answered here read now Allahu Akbar Allah was Allah is Allah will always be the biggest greatest mightiest Alhamdulillah all praise is due to almighty Allah La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. There is no might to take me towards good deeds. There is no wa la quwwata. There is no power to prevent me and make me abstain and refrain from vices and sins except Him, Almighty Allah. Then individually, brother, sister, read Allahumma inni as'aluka. Allahumma inni as'aluka, O oh, beloved Allah, I am begging you, khairahad al-shahr, the best of this month, this month of Zul-Hijjah, whichever month it is now is Zul-Hijjah, and you, your wife, your children, parents, children, siblings, whoever you together, like me and my wife, we read, then we read, Allahumma inna nas'aluka, Ya Allah, we are begging you, petitioning you, beseeching you, khairahad al-shahr, the best of this man this hadith in Musad Ahmed now see how it goes on now thus you're speaking about Mary Kismet Kubadal there change my takdeer give me good takdeer Wa'udhubika. Read now. Wa'udhubika. And I seek your protection, Ya Allah, min sharril qadr. Min sharril qadr. This is Mustadi Ahmed. Reported on the authority of Ubadah bin Samit. I seek your protection, Ya Allah, from a horrible, terrible taqdeer and destiny. So keep my taqdeer always good, Ya Allah. Wa'udhubika min sharril qadr. And wasu il hashar, and a terrible, horrible hashar reckoning and day of justice when we are assembled and congregated. So imagine all this year we find in the Quran Sharif, Sunnah Mubarakah. So you go into Sajda in the darkness of the night and read Surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina qurrata a'yun. Ya Allah, grant us 
are such spouses and such children, progeny, that are the coolness of the eyes. Every dua you will find in Quran Sharif and Sunnah Mubarakah. We thank our brother Suleiman Esob, mashallah. Every day now he gives us one dua and so forth. So I see all the ahadith is giving now is from Sunan Nasai. So I told him, go to Sunan Nasai and you will find Kitabul Isti'adha. Imam Nasai, Rahimahullah's Kitabul Isti'adha, where we seek the protection of Allah, is the longest among all the muhaddisin, the famous muhaddisin. It is divided into 65 different chapters. So now from there, it takes out one, 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 one line and teaches us like that. Today, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min zawali ni'matik. Ya Allah, all these bounties you are giving us. Oh Allah, beloved Allah, I seek your protection. Min zawali ni'matik. From this that you snatch away these bounties. We took for granted the electricity, now you got load shedding. We took for granted the water, now you got water shedding. You took, we had took for granted the safety security, so now you're living with traders and criminals and, and crooks and so forth and so on. So all these are bounties of Allah. So we beg Allah, Ya Allah, let us have that gratitude and not that we become nashukri and ungrateful, unthankful. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min zawali ni'matik. So so many beautiful, simple duas every day. Learn one, one dua, inshallah. The next question is, <clears throat> a female says, I'm in my nifas, can I still read Surah Mulk and other surahs before I go to sleep? Not permissible. Remember when you are in your menses, when you are in your nifas, menses is what women get every month normally, three days, five days, seven days, nine, ten days. Nifas, there's no minimum period, maximum is 40 days postnatal you gave birth. Hanafis, humbly say 40 days is maximum. Shafi'is and Maliki say 60 days is maximum. So you can't be reading. Dalil, remember Quran says, La yamassuhu illal mutahharun. You cannot touch the Quran Sharif except when you are clean and so forth. So that is enshrined clearly in the noble Quran. And remember, this is in Surah Waqiyah and that is chapter number 56 and if you want the verse number so you will find chapter number 56 and verse number 79 Almighty Allah has enshrined it and hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif La taqra'ul Qur'an La taqra'ul ha'idhu walal junubu shay'am minal Qur'an The ha'idhah and the lady in haze so haze nifas is same and walal junub a person had wet dream or husband-wife relationship then male or female you're not allowed to read a portion of the Quran so that there's consensus on all these issues yeah? so remember that you can read for example Bismillah, Alhamdulillah all these kind of du'as you can read Rabbana Atina Fid Dunya Hasana Wa Fil Akhirati Hasana Wa Qina with intention of du'a not with intention of tilawat and recitation of the Noble Quran that's not permissible and remember you want to read Aytul Kursi and that before you sleep and so forth so that's fine but to go read whole surah
Surah Yasin and Old Tabarak and Waqiyah. No, not permissible. All that you can't say no is with intentional. You don't read it as a dua normally. So you read it as tilawat of Quran, the recitation of the Quran. So what is normally considered a dua, so that you will able to read, but not like what you are suggesting, Surah Tabarak, Surah Ayasin, or Surah Waqiyah, and Surah Alif Lamim says the all that you can't read when you are in your haith, your menses, or when you are in your nifas, your postnatal, not permissible. Muftisah, please advise what du'as apart from the musnoon du'as that I can read before making salam in salah. So remember, we must read the sunnah du'as. Quran Sharif teaches us that in kuntum tuhibbun Allah, if you really love Almighty Allah, fattabi'uni, follow me, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallam, immaculately. Yuhbibkumullah, then you become the beloved of Almighty Allah. Wa yaghfir lakum dhunubakum, and Almighty Allah will forgive you your sins. When I was in Surah 3 verse 31, and if you go against it, Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse number 63 the ending of it Surah Nur comprises 64 verses so the second last verse 63 of Surah Nur chapter 24 when we deliberately Dida Danista Qasdan Amdan so Dida Danista is Urdu and the other words are Arabic so deliberately we go against the Sunnah of Nabi alayhi salam then the wa'id and warning is very severe فَلْيَحْذَرِ الَّذِينَ يُخَالِفُونَ عَنْ أَمْرِهِ أَنْ تُصِيبَهُمْ فِتْنَةٌ أَوْ يُصِيبَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ Let them beware those people who go contrary to the command of the Master Mustafa وسلم, a calamity, disaster, catastrophe will afflict them or a painful, horrible, terrible punishment will be taken, will be given to them and it will afflict them. Allah Jalla wala protect us. Amen. When I was a young boy, and I'm sure majority of us my age, you know, when you're between your 60s, 70s and so forth and so I remember that when I was now five, six, seven years old, we went to Madrasa, morning school, afternoon Madrasa. Then we read Tashawhud, At-Tahiyyat. Then we read Durood Sharif, Salawat, Allahumma Swalli ala Sayyidina Muhammad, Allahumma Barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Then we used to read this dua. Allahumma gfir li wa li walidayya wa li asatizati wa li jami'il mu'minina wal mu'minat wal muslimina muslimat. The dua is very nice. It's permissible, but it's not sunnah. So always ask yourself, what I am reading, is it sunnah or not? Now go to the sunnah duas. So remember Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu arda, he came to the Master sallallahu alayhi wasallam and said, Ya Rasulullah, when I finish my tashahud, my salawat, and now dua I want to read before salam, so the Master salam, taught him, Allahumma inni zalam tu nafsi zulman kathira wala yaghfiru dhunuba illa anta faghfirli so warhamni inna kaant al-ghafuru rahim words like that you will find. That, that is sunnah dua. Second dua, before you make salam, ta'awwadhu billahi min arba'ah. So seek Allah's protection from four things. Allahumma inni, any tartib, any sequence you can read. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min fitnatil qabr, or fitnati adabil qabr. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min fitnatil nar. 
اللهم إني أعوذ بك من فتنة المسيح الدجال اللهم إني أعوذ بك من فتنة المحيا والممات يا الله I seek a protection from the punishment of the grave يا الله I seek a protection from جهنم Ya Allah, I seek a protection from all the trial turmoil of Masih Dajjal. Dajjal, the big, big, biggest deceiver. And Masih, his eyes are damaged, protruding. Both eyes are damaged. One is protruding, the other one also is damaged. And remember, all the trials, tribulation of life and death and sakarat, all will come in. I seek a protection. So that is a sunnah dua. Habibuna sallallahu told Mu'az bin Jabal radiyallahu anhu one day if you go to Jordan you must go to a place called Shuni Shuni so that is the place so alhamdulillah I've been Jordan five, six, seven days I don't know how many times so I one day met some guys there so they realized that this guy knows little bit so they told me come every day we will take you I had to pay them obviously so they say that where you want to go today so I said let's go this direction let's go this direction like that every day we used to go to a different place so Shuni is right on the other side you understand from Amman and so forth the capital you go there Mu'az bin Jabal is buried there his son is buried there also in the Ta'un Amwas so there was a plague and so forth in the 18th year of the Hijrah during the time of Amir al-Mu'minin Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, then remember he passed away there and Nabi sallallahu alayhi him, Inni ya Mu'az. I love you, O Mu'az. Imagine how elated, delighted he was. When Nabi Sallallahu met him, now he's going, you must remember, now to Yemen and that, Maybe I won't see you, O Mu'az. How they must have cried. So anyway, you must remember, then Nabi Sallallahu told him this word, you must understand. Don't leave out this dua. Fi dubur is salat. Dubur is used. So the muhaddisin, the scholars of hadith, they say, dubur is salat means in the ending of your salat. So you read the shahud, you read durud, sharif, salawat. In salat you read, Allah, I'm reading plural. Allahumma inna ala zikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. These are all sahih hadiths. Open Mishkat, Musa Ahmad, Abu Dawood, and all that you'll find. So you must remember that. So then you read there is sunnah. Other ulama say, scholars say, no. It means after you make salam. So we say both is permissible. Both is sunnah. Al-Babu wasi'un. Remember that both ways is sunnah. You read it in salat, sunnah. You read it after salam, sunnah. So you don't make a big fuss of it and so forth. So these type of du'as a million times. We must have this aqidah. I'm giving an usul now, a principle. We must have this aqidah and belief. Every sunnah of Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu alayhi is khayrun min dunya wa mafiha. Is better than this dunya and this whole world and whatever it contains. Therefore, me personally, I don't like to learn du'as. You understand? That are man-made. You understand? If it's Quranic dua, Sunnah dua, quick, quick, I learn with Allah's help, Allah's mercy. But as man-made duas, even if I try, it don't work out because I'm negative myself with it. It's man-made dua. So how can you now dua a Jamila and thus dua and durud a Lucky and durud a thus durud a Naria and durud a Tajul Ur and I don't know what and what and what and what. That remember, leave all that is all man-made. 
Read the Durood Sharif, the Salawat. He, Habibuna, taught us, the one we read in Namaz, that is the best of the best of the best. So that is what Islam is teaching us. Some scholars don't agree with your verdicts and they want to discuss it with you. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 2nd of Zulhijjah 1444. So I'm saying the date. So because I said it before how many times and I'm repeating all this. So whether you are a Shia and you want to discuss with me, I'll give you the platform. Not you come here. I don't want you to pollute our studios and so forth. You want a live discussion? I'm prepared to take you on. What you want to discuss? You want to discuss who murdered and martyred Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu an? You want to discuss Khomeini is a Muslim or a non-Muslim? You want to discuss about muta and prostitution? We're ready for you. And if you belong to Uksa and Jusa and MJC or Darul Ihsan and whatever, we're prepared for you. I told you this long time. That I'll give you prime time. You must remember on Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, you can be on the phone, you can be on another radio station, but you don't come here. I don't want you guys to pollute us here. So you must remember that, and you want to discuss opening of the masjid, closing of the masjid, going to the court, to closing the masjid. You want to speak about the Shias, why you don't want to say the Kuffar. You want to speak about your joining the lesbians. You want to speak about whether your people's fatwas are, you must remember, binding and not, for which we made you apologize, alhamdulillah. Or you want to discuss your people's syllabus. Or you want to discuss any other issue, which is a contentious issue and so forth. And so your people's ties with the government and put licking them and so forth, the vaccines and whatever. We prepared. And I told you I'm prepared to take any one of you on. Anyone. And you can come 10, 20, 100 of you all with Allah's help. And I'll be here with Allah's help. And Mu'azaid can be on the other side. And so forth. We got Omar Arafat, whoever is available. And remember, so they will also understand the discussion. If I speak five minutes, you speak five minutes like that. And you can come. We speak in English. We speak in Urdu. We speak in Arabic. We speak in Afrikaans. We speak Speak in Gujarati, speak in Memon. We're ready for you anytime. So no sense come and tell me you don't agree. The, come, we thresh it out. Whether you're a Salafi or not, come on air. You understand? I'll ask you that MBS is a Muslim or a Kafir. I say the Pakka Murtad, what you say. Then you must give answers. I'll tell you that this moon sighting in Saudi Arabia is a big scam they're running. You must remember. And taking the hajis and the people for fools and idiots, they're making the ummah. And your people just following yeah and there and everything. This is bid'ah and that is bid'ah. So remember, I'll show you how many bid'ah you Salafis are committing and so forth and so on. So are we open? Anybody, we don't shy away. I told you, ours is transparent. Every program of mine, we send out podcasts to the whole world. And every program of mine is recorded by the Jutlas, the Haramis. Every program of mine, they got chumchas and they got sidekicks to listen to me. So I got nothing to hide. When you're ready, you tell me and who you're coming with and which day you want it and what are the topics you want to discuss. We discuss. I got nothing to hide. It's you guys who fear to come in the public forum, whether you're a Shia, whether you're a Salafi, whether you're a Jusa or whether you're Uksa or whether 
whether you MJC or whether you Darul Ihsan or whoever. It's you guys. I gave you this challenge long time ago. I gave it to you last year also, two years also. I'm waiting for you guys. So today, write it down. Mozaid, you must write it down. Today is 2nd of Zulhijjah, 1444. And you want to discuss? Don't come with fairy tales. We speak Quran Sharif. We speak Sunnah Mubarakah. We speak about Fatawa of Sahaba. We speak about the Ahlullah. And we speak, Ahlullah means Awliyaullah. And we speak about four schools. Don't come with stories. This Molana said and this Muftis. I'm not interested in that. We speak what the Quran and Sunnah teaches us. That is our discussion. You open, you know my email, you know my numbers. I give it out every weekend. And I say 071-888-1184. The ball is in your court. Come, my brother. We're ready for you. Just like an every battery. Inshallah. <laughs> Mufti Sahib, explain the hair of Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and did he have a Zulfa most of the time and what hairstyle was most beloved to Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allah Jalla wa Allah sent as Uswatun Hasana لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا So Almighty Allah has mentioned this in the Noble Quran that He, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, was, is, will always be the best role model for all times, all places. And this is enshrined in the Noble Quran, Surah Hazab, Surah 33 and verse 21. But who will take heed? لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمَ الْآخِرَةِ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ Three things are mentioned. Those don't mean hope. It means that those people who have firm conviction in Almighty Allah in the Quran Sharif, well, Akhir and the last day, they believe in all the articles of faith. And they remember Almighty Allah profusely and abundantly. So you must remember that Almighty Allah is teaching us. So go to Shamail Tirmidhi of Imam Abu Isa Tirmidhi. He was born in 209. He passed away in 279. He lived for 70 years. He's buried in Tirmidhi in Uzbekistan. Rahimahullah, the celebrated student of Imam Bukhari. Rahimahullah. So Oh, you must remember Imam Tirmidhi wrote the book Shamail Hazrat Sheikh Hazrat Mahazakariya Nawarallah who wrote a commentary on it in Urdu our ulama in South Africa Jazahumullah Khair they did an excellent job remember that if you do good work we will salute you so you must remember that they translated it in English the one with the blue cover excellent and there you will find the hair Mubarak of the Master Sallallahu Alaihi just one point regarding the hair Mubarak of the Master in Bukhari Sharif is mentioned La Sha'aratun Ahabu Ilayna or Ilayya or Ilayna so Ilayna Mina Dunya wa Mafiha one one hair Mubarak Baal Mubarak that is genuine not what today people got today 90% are lying fabricating they don't have sanad they don't have chain nothing so remember they want to project their own so-called piety say I got Baal Mubarak all lies 90% so minat dunya wa mafiha so it is more beloved to us the sahaba than the dunya and whatever it contains so you must remember that so that's one issue second 
issue is this that in Hajj now we are in Hajj days or Hajj month mashallah next month next week will be Hajj people will be there Mina Arafat Muzdalifa when he Habibuna Sallallahu Sallam on the 10th of Zulhijjah after the pelting of the Jamara Aqaba the big shaitan symbolic shaitan the slaughtering 63 camels were slaughtered sacrificed by Yadihi Al-Sharifa with his own Mubarak hands 37 were slaughtered by Sayyidina Ali radiallahu an and sacrificed and then the hair Mubarak was shaved Habibuna distributed it and gave it to the Sahaba and so forth so go to Shamail Tirmidhi remember the code word Maulana Zahid and the listeners Walaj Wow Lam Jim Walaj Wow Wafra What is Wafra? Take your ears from right on top to the right at the bottom and put your finger right in the middle. So there if you go across so that is Wafra. Wafra is that in the middle of your ear. So that is that is how Walaj. So Nabi Sallallahu had sent the path and would comb the hair and then it was still there. And then a little bit down till the ending of the year. So that is Limma. Lam for Limma. So that is how the hair Mubarak was. Occasionally, not always, remember, occasionally because of suffer and journey and ghazawat and battles and da'wat and so forth, tablik, then was Jumma, Jin Mim Tamarbuta. That is the hair will be longer and touching the shoulders like almost. So today, Zulfa and all that, what our youngsters want to keep, is not permissible. You must remember 90% of them want to keep for fashion and pride and all these things there. So it's a two-way Zulfa, you see. There, in front of the masjid, they come, they say Zulfa. When they're playing soccer, cricket, does that, then they put ponytail, they put elastic there and all that. That is Kiflu Shaitan, so you must remember. So we must also, what is Fiqhul Waqi? Fiqhul Waqi, you must know the halat that is going on. Therefore, Fuqaha Jurors wrote a law, Malam Ya'arif Ahla Zamanihi Fawajahilun. If a person doesn't know the urf and the custom and tradition and what is the thing that is in vogue and prevalent, then you're ignorant how you can pass fatwas and all these type of things here. So you can't go look at some obscure old kitab 100,000 years ago and there the word is used bunduk. And now you want to use that bunduk for today. So you must remember that those bunduk used to shoot out sand. So now with that, you, you shoot the animal. They said not permissible. Nowadays, you got big, big bullets. It shoot the animal, you must remember. And if the animal is alive, you go and slaughter it. The animal dies. It's halal. So you must remember that. Go open Munya to Sayyadin. And in the ending, there's a Damishki, Hanafi Alims. Wonderful fatwa there. So Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haksab taught me about this book. And so many things Hazrat taught. So you must remember. So that is what the fatwa we must give today you must remember you can't go use that ibarat for today you must remember this Hazrat Mufti Shafi Sahib Rahimahullah was asked this fatwa in Imdadul Muftin he said Agar we apply the law of kiyas and analogy if the arrow it hits then the, the strikes the target you must remember knock with the point of it and the animal dies so you say it's halal so now if you take the bullet and it hits with the point of it, and today these bullets, you must remember, are meant for hunting bullets and so forth. So then what's the difference? So, 
So the fatwa will be permissible. So that's just one example I'm giving you, must remember. Taqwa ihtiyat is in its place. We're speaking of fatwa. So therefore, we should understand this type of issues there in the light of Quran Sharif and Sunnah Mubarakah and Sahaba and Fuqaha and so forth. Muftisab, someone asked if they have four wives, can all four stay in one house? They can stay in all four in one house, but each one must have their own bedroom, each one must have their own bathroom, each one must have their own kitchen and everything private. Then only is permissible. You don't expect four of them to be cooking in one kitchen. Then it will be Skopskit and Donner. You can't be having for each one or all four of them one bathroom. So remember that. Then everybody knows. You must remember when she went to bath and she went to You know woman. That will be Kiyama for them you must remember these type of things so Islam teaches you before you discuss this come to the first issue brother Quran says Surah 4 verse number 3 if you fear you can't do justice with your two three four wives then have one wife Old is gold. Remember that. You got two wives, three wives. Ask me because the questions come to me. Therefore, we know. So that old wife, when you are sick and old and sickly, she will still come put your zembak and all that for you. The new one will be busy with the makeup and all these things. Here. You see, you say, ah, well, as long as he dies, I get the money. What I must worry about? So, brother, just stay quietly with your first wife and so forth, because in today's world, any country you go, Muslim country, non-Muslim country, and Muslim men got two, three, four wives, 70, 80 percent or more, they don't do justice with their wives. And Habibuna warned us about this. Go open Abu Dawood, Mishkat Sharif, Mustada Ahmed. When a person got two or more wives, it means common sense will tell you that Dalalatunas and so forth. And he favors one of them compared to the other. He treats the new one like a queen and treats the old one like a slave or treats the old one like a queen and the new one just like a street lady meets her there once a week, once a month, once in six months. Bang, wham, thank you, ma'am, and he's gone and so forth. So then on the day of Kiyama he'll come and the body of that person will be slanted bent towards one side in front of everybody humiliated disgrace you committed so much injustice so you must say that first that Islam allowed you to have two, three, four wives at one time with the proviso that you can do proper justice. You can't do justice, then Quran is telling you it's not permissible. Yes, when we speak of justice, it means that which is within your power. Which is not in your power, then la yukallifullahu nafsan illa usaha. Chapter 2, verse 286. Allah will not take to ta- Allah has not burdened any person more than his ability, capability, capacity, and so forth. You've got three, four children, two sons, two daughters, whatever the permutations are. You got a favorite son, you got a favorite daughter. That is the problem with Saudi Arabia. 
You must remember that Salman's favorite son was Muhammad, MBS. You must, to call him Muhammad is a, is a sin nowadays, the shaitan. So therefore we call him Murtad rather. So he was his favorite. So therefore he's blinded by his decisions that when you love somebody then you become blind and you become deaf hadith in Mishkat Sharif so you see in your children also therefore Islam says Sahih hadith in Muslim Sharif fear Allah exercise justice that what is in your heart you can't control so when you got two three four wives you love Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam loves Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha more than the other wives in time of Sayyidah there was no other wife she was the only one for 25 years plus minus and more so after that there was plurality of wives but amongst them Siddiqa was special so that why that is from the heart is something you can't control but treatment was the same you see one night one night and so forth so we need to understand all these issues as well okay that brings us to the ending of our program today so tonight inshallah we will be there in Great Town. I would like to know why they called it Great Town. Must be some whitey was there. His name was Grey. So he called it Great Town. Story time. Quick, quick. One day we were going towards Durban or Bergwell or whatever. So Muftisab was there. Muftisab and myself, we were sitting there. So together. So I told him, Hazrat, this is now Lady Smith. And then after that came harassment. So Hazrat told me, "You, I'm always asking him questions. So today he's asking me, see, why Lady Smith and Harry Smith? So I just made it the heart. I said, nah, Hazrat, wo shohar ka naam tha Harry. <laughs> and the wife's name was Lady because now. So the one mota was there. He said, 100% Sophie said Sahih. That what happened? They had a big argument. And one said, it's too cold here. And one said, the weather is not. So Lady Smith, the lady used to stay there. And in Harrismith, Harry used to stay there. You see? So that is how. So great town must be some Mr. Gray was there at that time. You understood? So they said, great town. I must go find out all these things. It's very interesting. So make dua for us. We are also going on a journey. Make dua. Allah Ta'ala make it easy. Barakallahu fiqh. Jazakallahu khair. Inshallah they'll make the podcast and send it to me and then we will send it out inshallah al-aziz. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jamaah.